This is Sports Talk from Two Drunken Brothers. If we offend some people, we do not apologize. Hope you enjoy the show. We're about to break down UFC 249. Tony Ferguson versus Justin Gaethje. Let's get it! I'm Brian Rohalli. This is Down Rohalli. We are Two Drunken Brothers talking about UFC 249. Most people start from the top to the bottom. We're going to start from the bottom to the top. We're going to start with ESPN's prelims of Luke versus Price. And I technically have Price winning this fight. Most people have Luke on DraftKings. He's a $9,000 favorite Luke. And that is $7,200 favorite for Price. Now, how do you figure this out? Well, uh, I feel exactly the opposite way of you. I think Luke is going to knock his ass out and probably if it doesn't if it gets past the first round he's gonna get knocked out price is gonna get knocked out nico's gonna get knocked out in the second round uh luke already beat him they fought once before he uh subbed him i believe it was the second round uh luke's got a granite ass chin saw it against uh wonder boy was putting the shit on him and luke still was coming forward so that forward pressure's just gonna uh, not bode, bode well for Price in my opinion um, also the fact that Price is only beating up on lower end competition like uh, Randy Brown um, that was a badass knockout he did have with the hammer fist from the bottom that was surprising as hell but Price is just he he's a mediocre fight, fighter Luke is a little bit above his level. So I think it's an easy fight, Luke's way. That's the reason that he's a $9,000 price on DraftKings. And well, if you look at the normal bet lines, Luke is a minus 250 favorite on mybookie.com. Uh, Nico is a plus 195. I just feel like this is a fight that Nico Price has in his hands. There's no fans there, of course, because of coronavirus. I feel like this is something he can actually contribute on for an upset victory. He does have a 3.1 strikes per minute attack, but that's okay because I feel like maybe his ground game could give him a, a advantage, even though I know he doesn't do a whole lot of ground game. It's just one of those things I think Price will actually win this fight and shock a lot of people, so don't disrespect Price's Price range on DraftKings slash money line on price. That was a bad pun. <laughs> well, it was a bad pun, but I think Price will actually win this fight. He's 14-3. Luke is 17-7-1. So we know Luke has those fights where he can lose. I'm not a huge expert on these Luke, but I feel like he can still lose this fight. I'm going to go Price with the money on DraftKings, giving the Price victory. Um, like I said, I'm the exact opposite. Luke is the best bang for your buck if you play DraftKings. That nine thousand dollars, easy money because he's gonna light it up. And also, there's a little bias going on because my brother Ryan, um, he's anti- how you gonna talk to me? I'm you're the underdog king, and I'm not. He's, he's- I'm more usually the money possible guy. You're the you're the negative guy. I, I'm not the plus guy. That's your thing, and that happened to be. See, uh, you're the opposite of this fight. Like I said, I had a statement, and he interrupted because all I was gonna say is he's anti-Brazilian. So I just wanted to listen. I am not anti-Brazilian. He's anti-Brazilian, so he knows Luke's Brazilian, so he doesn't want to mess with him. So he's trying to choose Price as the underdog. Name the last Brazilian that's won a big fight in the time being. What do you mean, time being from when? The past last fight. How about that? I don't know. Somebody on that Brazilian card. That was the well, last other than Charlie yeah. Oliveira, we haven't had really yeah, another he one. Yeah, made a big. All right. Well, touche, touche. Nunez is the champ. Well, what you talking about? Touche, touche. I'm going to say this, though. The See, bottom like tier, the bottom tier does not do well against normal fights. And this is not a normal fight. Give me price. For the money and the victory. Uh, all right. If y'all bet on Ryan and not Nathaniel, you're going to lose money. So I'm telling you, 
It's going to be easy win for Luke. We need to... Gonna move on up the card. Well, Souza, Souza, Souza Hall did not happen. Zachary has coronavirus apparently. When he catch the clap, what's in the clap? Apparently, he does. He has the coronavirus. So that card is canceled. That's why we went to Luke Price beforehand. We're gonna go Espinosa, former champion. Esparza, my apology. Esparza, former champion versus Watterson. The karate hottie, yo. You got to say the karate hottie. Oh, uh, karate hottie. Yeah. My apologies. Or the overrated hottie. Overrated, overrated hottie. hottie. Overrated hottie. Not on her looks. Not on her looks. Uh, Michelle Watterson is beautiful. PC, we, we, Watterson. But her, her skills are a little bit overrated because. Uh, well, you not, first... not apparently the DraftKings because as far yeah, as a favorite in every spot. Because, you know, that's Esparza. She's a lot shorter, though. I I don't know how the money lines DraftKings have Esparza ahead of... What is it again? Michelle Watterson? Yeah. What is your nickname? Karate Hottie. Karate Hottie. I don't know how Esparza is ahead of the Karate Hottie. Oh, are we different on this one, too? I believe back we're... Back to back? I believe oh, we're different. Jesus. Because I believe the Karate Hottie... Oh God. In her reach, in her dominance of the reach, will kill Esperanza. What are you talking about? Fucking Espar- uh, Esparza has a 63-inch reach. Watterson has a 62. Oh, well, I was mistaken on that. That's my apology. But I, she's just shorter. She's really short. and She's 5'1", she's 5'3". Yeah. And close enough? No, it's not close enough. The karate heart is going to dominate this fight. And she won't take it to the ground because Espinosa wants it to take it to the ground. Esparza. Esparza wants to take it to the ground. It's not going to happen. Uh, the strike, look, if you look at the uh, strike advantage, it's all for the Karate Hottie. Every which way you look at it, she's got 53% uh, strike accuracy. Uh, it's just, it's not even close. Like, I don't know where Esparza gets this win. All right, audience, you hear this? He doesn't even believe himself. He's having to bring up random ass stats to make himself not believe. random stats. It's facts, okay? He's having to bring up stats. The strike difference is forty eight percent. That means right. she does not get hit as much. Espinosa gets hit fifty three percent. Esparza, Esparza, I'm terrible at names. <laughs> Apologies. She gets hit fifty three percent of the times, and yes, Joanna hit her a hundred percent of the times. But that just makes even worse that. 53% of the time she gets hit. Well, you know why that don't matter? It don't matter because Esparza is going to wrestle her to the mat. And she ain't going to get hit when she's on top of uh, the Karate Hottie. Because Karate Hottie ain't got no takedown defense. Look at her takedown accuracy. is 36% though. It's not like she's going to take her down. She has to actually get her down to the ground. And Karate Hottie is make sure she's not going to get taken down. Because defense is at 57%. Because everyone tries to take her down. That's the reason. That's why it's like like that. Esparza can't take anybody down though because she's too short. And she knows it. The only people she can take down are people of the same height or the same reach. And yes, Karate Hardy does not have the same reach. But she's going to make sure she does not get taken down. Because the defense is a lot better than everyone else. Alright, um, listeners out there, remember, my brother does not like Brazilians or Hispanic people, apparently. This is, this is... I suppose it's not Brazilian, see? does not count. He can't even, he said, he said es, Espinosa, Esposa, oh Esparza. Esparza, So not, I apologize again, <laughs> Esparza cannot take her down. She will not take her down as I... She's just not going to take her down. Well, uh, we shall see. I did not think. I thought we were going the same way on this fight. The Karate Hottie's overrated. She's got good. Like, she she has good kicks and shit, but she doesn't do anything on the feet. She's a Greg Jackson disciple. So, you know, they're born as fighters. So, she's not going to do anything, right? She's born as fighter. So, she's not going to do anything, right? Esparza's going to bring the fight to her. Esparza's not going to do anything, right? Esparza's going to... 
try to take her down. Waterson's going to try to stay away. I have two money makers on DraftKings, guys. Money makers, $7,900, That means you can spend the money on three different fighters that are not main guys. Just trust me. You're not going to do this. Price, Waterson, money. Get your money in with those two people because Esparza is not going to win this fight. I guarantee it. All right. Well, um, I did not expect us to be different on uh, the first two fights, well, two honestly. Well, two fights on yeah. ESPN. ESPN yeah. got the fun. prelims. Should be fun. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. We'll do a side bets anyway, and we'll see who puts their money up and, like, we'll just... If you guys want to make sure, make solid bets on my bookie. Not sponsored, but we do my bookie. Just my, not sponsored, but it'd be glad to be very enjoyable if my bookie sponsors us. It'd be great. But we're going to move on to the bigger prelim fight. Olekin, I'm, I apologize again if I get the Russian guy's name wrong, versus Olenek. Olenek. I think it's Olenek. Is it Olenek? I, I might be wrong. I could be wrong on that one because I'm not good with Russian names Versus anyway. Versus Verdum. Verdum. Right. We're heavyweight champion. Let's see. It. Let's Verdum. See. Let's see if he keeps that same energy about his Brazilians. Brasilia. Uh, it's it's got to be Verdum, right? I. He's a big favorite. But he's he a hasn't huge fought. favorite. But he hasn't, a, fought, he hasn't fought in what? He's two, a th- two years? Two or three years? Uh, it's been like two or three years. He's a huge favorite. Uh, let me look on my bookie right quick. I will. I will explain he's why. A I will. Two seventy favorite. I will explain why he's that big of a favorite, though. All right, explain. Verdum, his striking is better than uh. Oliske. Olinik. Olinik. By the way, if we pronounce his name wrong, we are. We hundred percent apologize. But we did say, well, we're. We're a little intoxicated. And, nah, it's know. true drunk brothers. That's what we do. But it's not like we don't know shit about MMA. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Redoom's going to stay on his feet. I hope he doesn't stay on his feet. And he just takes him to the ground. Oh, Lennox has good guillotine. Like, he chokes people out from different angles. Any angle. That's what I know about him. As I, don't, I can't pronounce his name, but what I do know, he could choke people out from any angle. And that's why he's a big Verdum's a big favorite because Verdum's the jujitsu master. He's the first person to ever beat Fedor. Fedor, man, he, he's a, he's he pulled him down to the ground, got him in that. And Verdum was Verdum. triangle, right? I believe it was a triangle. I think so. Yeah, strike for respect in the day. I yeah. think he did. I don't know why Fedor jumped into that anyway. That was oh, stupid. Thought, I was pissed off that he jumped. He thought in. he stunned like, him. What do you want him to do? We, yeah. When you think you stunned somebody, you go in. I was so angry that uh, Fedor jumped in there. I was like, "What are you doing, dude?" He might have got him. Was it an armbar or was it the triangle? It was uh, a. It was a triangle. I believe it, it was, was a triangle. triangle. Yeah, I want to say it was a triangle. It's been so he jumped. Long. He jumped in the guard, but yeah, that was years ago. I don't, I don't know where. Well, we're just going off off the rails anyway. Yeah. Um. But my point on uh, Verdum, he's been out of the game a long time. Uh, he possibly he's a jackass. Know that about Verdum? Well, that's just because that's your boy. And nah, Verdum's been known. He threw a he threw a boomerang at Colby. Need throw a boomerang at Kobe. Kobe accused him of a boomerang. I saw the video. He threw a boomerang at Kobe. You, you saw a video of Kobe bitching at him and then Verdum saying, I'm going to knock your ass out and Kobe backing up. Uh, I think Verdum threw a boomerang at I'm Kobe. I'm going to say Verdum wins this fight easily. Um, how he wins it, I am going to say knockout, but he's going to win it easily. Probably mm. about the third round. Last round, he's going to win this fight. Um, this fight right here is the one fight I have no idea about. So, I don't feel confident in predicting it either way. Um, if I had to pick, I would say Verdum by submission at some point. You know what, submission? I, that, heavyweights be, don't submit people really, so I just wanted to go knockout. Or TKO. Verdum, Verdum submits people all the time, though. Yeah, but he doesn't really knock people out. He usually TKs all of them. TKO came Velasquez at the last fight. Yeah, but that was years ago. That was years, years, and years 
Well, his last fight was against Stipe, and, you know, Stipe is Stipe. We'll leave it at that. All right. Then we get to the ESPN main event of ESPN. Yeah, if you too broke to buy the pay-per-view, this is your... No, it's the main event for everyone too broke to buy the pay-per-view. Yeah, if yeah. you don't buy the pay-per-view, this is your main yeah. event Enjoy of this. the evening. Anthony, Showtime Pettis versus Cowboy so Donald Cowboy, And is Cerrone gonna... It's not a choke job. It's not a choke job? Nah. So we're saying Cerrone's gonna do his thing? He's so, gonna win this fight? Because there's nobody in the stadium. There's no pressure on him. There's just all this. So Rony Pettis, number two. He lost to him Pettis the last time off of leg kicks to the stomach. Is he not going to get in the stomach at all? Or is Pettis going to die from being drained? And he's lost his last two fights. fights. If you want to go, almost lost his last three fights. He's almost lost his last four fights if it wasn't for a super punch. Against hey, Wonderboy. That's a good win. That's a good win. That's oh, a good win. That's a good, that's a that's good, good miracle out of his ass win. Yeah, well, a win's a win. I know a win's a win, but that was pulled out of his ass. He hasn't won a All right, this is the question I have for you. Who do you trust more in a fight, Pettis or Cerrone? If Cerrone gets past the first round, Cerrone 100%. If he doesn't get it past the first round, it's Pettis 100%. And that's the problem. Pettis will make it, make something up. Why are you, why are you twi- no. Who do you, no, don't switch it. Who do you trust more? Not, not rounds or nothing like that. Who would you trust more? Say, say Pettis and Cerrone were fighting um, Stevens. Oh, Cerrone, 100%. You would trust Cerrone over Stevens? I trust Cerrone. Uh, uh, when I say Stevens, I'm talking a little heathen. I'm just trying to uh, bring somebody comparative. To I know, that's why I'm saying. Trust. I trust Cerrone more than I do Pettis. Sorry for my hiccups. Cerrone, I know, can win in this type of fight. This is something Cerrone's made for. He's made for this fight. This is this is his element. Um. Yeah, I guess. I think Pettis no is, fans, nothing there, no pressure really, other than the main event of ESPN. This, this is my point. Pettis has been a champion. Are we putting Soroni as a gatekeeper? He's always been a gatekeeper. When has Cerrone not been a gatekeeper? I I don't disagree with you on that, but it's right now. So this is the point I'm going through. Pettis has been a champion, so he'll always be better than Cerrone. Just because you've been a champion, though, because at a certain time point, I'm not going to disagree with you on that. But Pettis has not been good his last five fights. He was already against the Nate Diaz fight. He did not perform as bad as people make it seem like. He was right in there. He was right in there. And Pettis is tough as hell. Oh, he's tougher. He's tougher than he gets credit for. Pettis is a lot tougher than Cowboy. Like, toughness-wise, Pettis is tougher than Cerrone. Oh. Yeah, I I won't disagree with that. I won't disagree with that. It's just Pettis when things go... A lot of people would think Cerrone is tougher than Pettis. But he's not tougher in the cage. When the fight is going on, Pettis will fight until, you know, he doesn't want to, eh, until he ends up fighting the boogeyman. But well, that happens. He's won his last two out of, two out of five. TKO's Wonderboy on a shocking knockout. Look at him. He's bringing up. He's bringing up Pettis's resume, but he ain't bringing up Cerrone's resume. I'm not gonna. Resume what do you want to bring up with Cerrone? He could even let name the last time Cerrone's won a fight. Because uh, I, I think I remember, and it was probably against the dude from San Antonio. I think that's the last time he won a fight against Alex the Great Hernandez. I think that's the last time 
uh, Cowboy won a fight. No, or Mike Perry. <laughs> Might have been Mike Perry. No, Mike he, Perry, won, he won one after that. It was Mike Perry, Alexander Hernandez. It was those two fights. No, I'm pretty sure Donald Trump won a fight after that. Against who? It was no top notch. Oh, yeah. My bad. Yeah. Uh, I Quinta. I Quinta. And not only did he beat I Quinta, he dominated, dominated I Quinta. Yeah, but the, he's overrated. Just like everybody from the Northeast, they're all overrated. So it's we're like, just going to disregard that and put in the... Well, shit. Just look at the facts. Besides Frankie Edgar... Well, uh, Frankie Eggers. Well, here, if you really want to put it in perspective, Kenny, Kenny Florian's always been overrated. Cerrone has lost his last three fights. Yeah, against tough ass dudes. Tony though. Ferguson, Justin Gagey, and Conor McGregor. Yeah. How did he get this fight? It's Donald Donald Cerrone. No, so. no, he said it on there though. He's uh, UFC hit him up and asked if he was ready to fight. And well, was, of course. Someone's and he, always and like, They just gave him the date. They didn't even give him an opponent. opponent yeah, shit. of course. Someone, anytime UFC calls someone, he's like, can you come on this day at this time? I think he's going to be like, let's do it. Let's go. Who am I fighting? Oh, this guy? All right, let's do it. He has no idea how to train for a fight. He just trains just to train. Yeah. But sometimes it works for him. Yeah, sometimes well, it works. Yeah, with the lower opponents not top tier, that's why he's yeah. a gatekeeper. Right. When it gets to to the top tier and like Tony Ferguson on the main event, he has no idea how to train for that, and he fucks up. He fucks up, and that's why he loses. And I, as much as I agree with someone, I think Sorry might win this fight. I still think he's gonna lose this fight by Pettis's. Oh, it sounded like you were going uh, Cerrone. Oh, I know it sounded sounded like that, but Pettis is just way better. I'm surprised how close the line is on this. Well, Well, I'm not too too surprised because they're both about about the same in their career. Well, right now on this one, it's it's about what is it? On my bookie? Uh, Let me get on my bookie right quick. Because, like... I could see it. I could see a path for Cerrone winning. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's really, it's really slim though, because I think Pettis is just more skillful than. Uh, Pettis is a negative one forty five favorite. Yeah, Cerrone is plus one fifteen. Uh, if I if I was a better, I'd go Pettis because one forty five. That's too low. Negative one forty five. I think that number is going to go up before the fight. I just think Pettis is not a gatekeeper. Cerrone is a gatekeeper. If you could be Wonder knock out Wonder Boy, Cerrone wouldn't be able to knock out Wonder Boy. Uh, well, I just think Cerrone beats who he beats, which is lower class. And you know the worst part about this whole time, this whole thing. Oh, the odds are on there. Um, is yeah, the fact that uh, I really like Cerrone, so it feels like I'm talking bad about Cerrone. It feels like you're and bashing him, but you're not. It's just the fact that comp, top I'm not, competition. I'm not saying. I'm not saying something like competition. Will not. He certainly can't be heavy titled t- challenger people. Yeah, and I'm not saying anything that uh worse than whatever Stephen Sa- Stephen A. Smith said, where he's like, "Well, yeah, he just quit." Yeah, he just like, quit. Whatever, whatever. Get out, get out of here, fucking. Even though Cerrone said, "I just didn't come I wasn't up ready. that fight." Yeah, yeah, I wasn't ready. But that's what. Like, by the way, how can you not be ready? Uh, well. He got because he got all that money for the fight, so of course that's the reason. So you're not gonna be ready for this fight either because of coronavirus. That's what I'm with. No crowd. Do you think Cerrone's gonna be ready without a crowd? He should be because this is his element. No crowd, no pressure. This should be his money. This is a, that's the weird thing. I was like, I wonder how he's gonna react with the no crowd. Yeah, and I was wondering. Pettis will. Be, I think Pettis will be alright with no crowd, too. But uh, Pettis Cerrone, is Showtime. He wants Showtime for that. But he knows with the, the crowd. But he knows the world is watching. So I think Pettis is going to do like some try to do his yeah, but crazy ass so, because Cormier, just because there's nobody not in. Cormier, the, I'm sorry, Cerrone. He sh- he should be up to this because nobody's there. Everybody's watching on TV. Not cussing his name out. <clears throat> he should be a hundred percent ready for this fight. This is another thing, a little thing I want to go off on a little bit. People are talking about, like, uh, there's no crowd and it might be kind of lame and stuff like this. But all the fighters know that this is the only 
thing to watch. So they know how many eyeballs are on them. So I think a lot of people yeah. are going to be wanting to do better, show out, yeah. to make a name for to themselves. To make that money, yes. to make that so performance I, of the night, knockout of the night. And Pettis, at the Showtime kick, he hasn't done any, like, that Showtime kick got old 10 years ago. Um, I don't know. Against I, Benson Henderson, yeah. yeah that, and but yeah, the Showtime against Wonderboy. Yeah, and I... Think, I think and I think Pettis is. Are you gonna, saying he's a he's a he's a showman, showtime? So he's gonna try to put on a performance okay. and get him out, okay. and I could see that happening. That's my theory on it. That's your theory. Yeah. So we then after the main event on ESPN, we then hit the pay per view. Oh shit! Let's hit it up, baby. We put guns on the bed. Just say, y'all pay, y'all pay, y'all pay your money to get up to this level. Oh, people don't have to pay anything. You gonna put the guns on we, the we, bed? We ain't gonna burn the We ain't gonna burn the shot. We ain't gonna. We gonna put guns on the bed. We're gonna right. throw women on the bed with the guns and threaten them. Cause Greg Hardy's on that card. Yeah, it's a joke. Joke, uh, joke, joke. Don't worry about it. Cause Greg Hardy's on the card against the Castro. It's a meaningless... He's favored. Well, he's favored. It's a meaningless heavyweight fight for Greg Hardy yet again. It's the Gastro 6-0, though. Can he win? Oh, shit. Uh, I've got to uh, apologize for disrespecting people from the Northeast, too, because there's two Northeast people on the main card. So uh, they're both from... I think Massachusetts too. DeCastro is from uh, Massachusetts, I think. Did he fight with Joe Lazon's uh, camp? I believe. I I want to say so. He used to be a public school security guard, actually in Massachusetts. Somewhere. I think I remember that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. And um, uh, I really like him. So we have a really good guy against a really bad guy. So you know what happens when that happens. Uh, usually, the bad guy, guy wins. wins. Oh, you're the plus one eighty favorite right now. Uh, let me look at my bookie. Uh, one eighty. He's Cash a minus two fifteen favorite. Hardiest? Yeah. Oh shit. I'm not a big Hardy fan. He hasn't fought anybody. I worth- I would not feel right betting on Hardy. Yeah. I would not put money on Hardy. If you want to put money on Hardy, that's fine. Um, it's another fight for Greg Hardy to look good, even though they cut. Castro's not that bad. He does everything right. Hardy Hardy hasn't looked good in a fight. When when does Hardy look good in a fight? That one knockout he had? No, the last fight he looked decent. He lost to Volkov. No, the one before, after that he won. Yeah, was that the knockout one or did it go three? I think it went TKO. He won it. Yeah. Hardy likes the... Oh, it was that dude. Yeah, it was that dude that yeah. said he was going to knock him out and didn't... Yeah, yeah, that was in Australia, I think, or some shit Yeah, like it was that. a huge reach advantage, though. 80 inches... The Greg Hardy, the seventy-four inches, the Dick Castro, six-five, yeah, all that, all the above. Yeah, but but it's more of like, nah, man, nah. How long could Hardy keep up with that pace? I've seen him get tired and do a DQ. Oh, he already tried to use. Uh, he has asthma during this coronavirus thing. I thought no, Hardy. He I, used asthma in his le- well, fight before well, that when he was losing. Yeah. He was like. And he had to get the asthma pump, so I mean... It'll be alright. It's not at elevation. They're at sea, uh, They're in Jacksonville. It's like close to sea level. It'll be yeah. alright. Well, it's, it's a fight that uh, it's going to open up the main card and I'll be like, not too excited, but... I mean, it's a fight, but it's not one to excite the fans because they just put that everyone, everyone, they put it on there because everyone wants Greg Hardy to lose. So, well, that too, that too. But they but respect, respect for anybody on this card. By the way, yeah, for just doing this, doing this card, because, everybody, yeah. Shout everybody, because, so much respect. But other way, anyways, I just feel like. Do you have a prediction for this fight? Uh... If I had to choose, I might go another underdog in the Castro. I'll be with you on that. I'm gonna, I'm, if I'll, he I'll, could withstand the first two minutes of this fight, maybe three minutes of this fight of Hardy banging on him. Yeah, I was gonna say the Castro knockout second round. You gonna go second round? Yeah. I'm gonna go the Castro three rounds unanimous decision because he's gonna take him down in the first round about three minutes in and hold him down. If you don't believe me, that's fine. But trust me on this. I have three underdogs, by the way, from Dra- 
from the DraftKings standpoint and Moneyline standpoint. Yeah, and Moneyline standpoint. You better parlay some shit with that. If you want to parlay with me, you can parlay with me on those first three fights and end it. Because little Heaven Stevens is about to knock Cater, Cater out. Oh, no. Actually, he's an underdog this one, too. Are we sure Are we sure we can still call him Lil Heathen after he weighed in five pounds over? I'm not, no, he's just Heathen. You can't be Lil. If, if you five pounds overweight, you ain't Lil no more. Unless you Lil Big. He's Lil, Lil Big. Lil no, because K is going to get Stevens. up to Lil Heathen Stevens' weight. So he's still Lil Heathen. Steven, the only reason he weighed a little bit over because he thought this fight wasn't going to happen. And I'm, that's what I'm assuming. Uh, I don't think you know how good uh, Calvin Cater's boxing is. Well, he is not going to get clipped because Calvin Cater is one of the best boxers in UFC. I'm, boxers, boxers. I'm looking I'm at... I'm looking at the stats, 5.1 strikes per minute. Uh, he has an average, uh, what is it, strikes ABS 6.4. It's a lot better than Stephen, he- Stephen Heavens. Stephen Heavens does have a better take, uh, strike defense, though, by 1%. I still think Stephen Heavens will shock a lot of people. Uh, yet again, underdog here because I'm an underdog guy. Until we get to the third fight, but I, I don't see it at all. Like this is uh, if you just parlay Calvin Cater and uh, Vicente Vicente Luque as the start of a parlay, and then if you want to add an underdog in there just to be wild, you can. But you could parlay those two. You make out all right. Minus two seventy five. Minus two forty, parlay it. Throw a bunch of money down on that. That's a guaranteed stone cold lock, in my opinion. Oh, that's your stone cold lock. You're gonna go stone cold lock. My, my brother's out of his mind over here. So I'm saying, if you just do Luke and Calvin Cater in a parlay, you ain't losing. You ain't losing. And if you want to add somebody else, you could even add Pettis in there at a little minus one thirty five. But sticking to why Calvin Cater is going to win the fight is his boxing is just too good for Sebus. Sebus throws too many looping punches. And Calvin Cater is just going to chop his ass down with a jab. Jab, jab, jab. And then connect eventually with a hook. Sebus is tough. He has a, it's really tough. And I don't know if uh, Calvin Cater is going to go to the body. Like... Uh, Jose did against him because that's pretty much the only way you can take a little heathen out is go to the body. Well, like jo- uh, Jose Aldo did earlier. Cater's a under, he's a two seventeen un, minus two seventeen favorite right now, and on our screen right now he is a minus two forty two forty. So he moved up a little bit. bit went down. On, went, went down. down. Yeah. So if you want to bet on that, yes. Yeah, Time to get it. No, you gotta go with little heaven. Just for the fact that power in his in his hands are a lot better than what people remember. That's that's the thing. A lot of people are putting a lot of stock in just power, just like one shot power. But sometimes the movement and just being a better better movement person, it, like are we, are we gonna avoid, talk about better movement? What? Well, are we going to talk about better movement? Because Ngano doesn't move. He just hits. Well, we'll move up. We'll no, move we're up. moving up now. Because Ngano just hits hit you. And he will night-night you real quick. That's why we got African murder happening. And uh, by the way, I hate African murder. We should have African like, Unite. Yeah, after, after United, yo. Yeah. Yeah, but this now This now. fight should well, not happen. Ngano should not be fighting... What is his nickname again? Come Big again. Biggie Boy. Biggie Boy. Rujan Strike. Rujan Strike should not be fighting him. Ngano no, him. he called Ngano out. It remember doesn't matter. Yeah. Remember after that, the Baruch. That was a horrible African-American crime. Ngano's going to knock him out. After the Overeem fight, he said, I want Ngano. Why, did, why, why would he call him out if he didn't want him? 
Like because he, he thinks something. he thinks he's gonna pressure him, and the guy was like, "All right, you're gonna pressure me. I'm gonna hit you with this overhand right." <gasps> they make you go night night, or an uppercut, make you go night night like he did Overeem, or Junior Dos Santos, whichever or, one. Like, there's multiple other than, people. Other, other than Miocic, which I have no idea, other than his two losses, other than Miocic, he's gonna lose. All right. Well, um, this is my big. Underdog. This is your upset is, of the this night. Is, this is my this upset. This is your upset of the night. And I'm not saying no one's going to get... I don't think anyone is going to get knocked out. I think it goes three rounds to a decision. And I think uh, Roger Strzok... Roger Strzok, biggie boy, my boy, is going to be the more active of them. Are you saying Roger Strzok's going to... Derek Lewis? Not, I, not I forget. A little bit more active. I forget Ngarno's other losses to Derek Lewis in a horrible fight. Because Ngarno and... Gano is scared of black people. Are we? Are you throwing that one out there? Whoa! Gano is scared of black people. I mean, he was scared of Miocic. Miocic just took him down the whole time. He wasn't scared of Miocic. He just got his ass beat by him. He but, no, he was scared of Derrick Lewis. He didn't throw nothing against Derrick Lewis. He did not throw things. That's against. the difference. He threw shit against Stipe. He didn't throw shit against Derrick Lewis. Look at that reach advantage, though. It's 83 inches to Gano, 78 inches yeah. against your boy. That's all right. It's not that bad. Oh, that's bad. That's like John Jones bad almost. Yeah, it's five inches. He has a long-ass reach. He's, he's going to have a longer reach than most people anyway. Run straight. Is right there with him. I think Rosenstrike's going to have a hard time trying to figure out how to get in on him. He's going to throw those low leg kicks to him. That's what he's going to do. And, when is Rosenstrike so And this is what I'm worried about. Low I'm, leg kicks. He does. He's a kickboxer. That's what he does. He th- he'll throw those. He couldn't do it against uh, Overeem because Overeem, how long was Overeem a fucking god at kickboxing? Yeah. That was a bad matchup for him. That was a bad matchup. He won, he won though. Barely, he was losing. He was losing the fight. He had to win it late. It was just a bad matchup. When, when most people don't have a loss against Overeem and then win the fight. And Garland didn't. And Garland was dominating Overeem. Overeem was scared of shit against Ngannou. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Rosenstruck is not going to be scared of Ngannou. Yes, he is. That right hand is... Why the a- hell would he call his ass out? Because it's the only... He knows if you beat Ngano, you get to the title. He, could, he, could, he didn't need to call him out on the mic. He could have just waited for you. Before to this corona happened, he was like, let me get to Ngano, and then let me get to the title. He thought Ngano was, was before the title, and that's why he went to Ngano. Yeah, because... Because he, he knows he couldn't beat Cerrone, and he couldn't beat Miocic. So let's get to, to the next guy, which is Ngano. No, and he knows he could beat Ngano. He cannot beat Ngano. He just believed that he was hope, hoping he could beat Ngannou. He's not going to beat Ngannou. Don't listen to him. He's had a horrible bet. Bet Ngannou throughout. Right now on my screen, it's 260. i give you an actual update on that. Ngannou's scared of black people. He's 270. a Frenchie. Go Ngannou. 100%. He's, he's a not, Frenchie. He's a Senegal guy. Don't do that. He's a Senegal guy. No, he's not even Senegal. I think he's Cameroonian. Cameroon? Yes. Yeah, he's Cameroonian. Cameroon. I apologize. apologize. He's Cameroonian. He's going to knock his ass out. Probably around one, two minutes and ten seconds in. Yeah, well, we'll see. I'm really pumped for that fight, though. Either oh. way. Like, <laughs> it's a heavyweight swing yeah. bang. Yeah, I'm always down for that. I'm always down for that. But uh, I feel like it's going to be less entertaining than most people think. We're we're anticipating pure entertainment heavyweight thing. We're not gonna probably get it. If we do get it, Ngannou's the only one that's about to dominate that fight and make him go night night. I think uh, Rosenstruck might shock the world though, because I'm thinking he might connect with something. I'm not willing to go on the podcast and say it all out there. Oh, that's but I your, might. I might. I that's might. on your sleeper pick of the night. Do 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 do. As a knockout, I could see him. I could see him knocking out Ngano. When's the last Ngano's never been knocked out? I know. As, I know. That's why. It's a, that's why. It's a Unless his other fight, which I we have. That's not why watched. I should have. That's why I should have kept it to myself. That's why I should have kept it to myself and not said it aloud because I have a sneaky feeling Rosenstruck is gonna knock him out. I just have that feeling. Yeah, that feeling. As your feeling, I just think Ngano's gonna dominate this fight and do what he does. 
going to use his four-inch reach, dominate. He doesn't throw a jab. Five-inch reach. I'm yeah. sorry, five-inch reach. Doesn't matter if he doesn't throw a jab. He's just going to use his power to make him lose his arm strength. See, uh, the one the one thing I'm worried about, though, is uh, if Ernst Truck does throw a leg kick and doesn't get his arm up high enough when that he throws that leg kick, when he might, he might throw a leg kick. No, Rosenstruck. Yeah, what is Rosenstruck? Oh, so you're saying Rosenstruck's gonna throw a leg kick? <laughs> yes, when he throws when he throws a low leg kick, Man. I'm worried about him getting countered off of that. Oh, so I could see that. I could see that happening. Rosenstruck's about to go night night, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. this, yeah, yeah. Here, but I'm I'll take I'll take my guarantee, night night fight, and Gallo's gonna make Rosenstruck go night night. That's my guarantee. Yeah, well, I ain't against it. That's my guarantee, people. If you want to bet with me, Ngano makes Rosenstruck go sleep, sleep to that fight. Probably right hand, overhand, right hand, maybe uppercut. No. Overhand, right, night, night, to the temple, temple, go to sleep. Rosenstruck out cold, and he's going to go back down to reality where he's a mid table fighter. Yeah. All that sounds possible, but I do, I just have a weird feeling, and that's that's not good to say. Just having a feeling on a fight, but I like Rosenstruck. I think he's tough. He could take a hit. He got beat up by Overeem. He took his best shots. So, Overeem is Overeem, though. He's a softy. Overeem got a soft ass chin at the moment. It's true, but Overeem was piecing Rosenstruck up, and he stuck around for five round, four and a half rounds until Rosenstruck knocked him out. But we're about to move to the co. Cool. Main event of the evening. Dominic Cruz versus Henry Cejudo. Cruz coming off a long, I mean, long layoff for this title, title fight after losing to Cody Cabro, which would olay that motherfucker. Garbrandt, which was olaying that motherfucker. Yeah, Cody Garbrandt was beast in that fight. And Henry Sudo, who looked bad, great in his last, last fight. No, he looked great in the Marias fight. Yep, well, it was bad. In the first round, but the, the adjustment, like... That's the, what I was saying. It was bad, bad to great. Yeah, that's even more impressive to lose the first round and then come back like that. that was, yeah. That was fucking... So, are we giving Sudo this wrestling dominance, or are we giving Cruz the speed... speed Tap, tap, tap. Four-inch reach advantage. Dominance of... By the way, Dominic Cruz, dom, dominant other than the Cody fight. Pretty much dominant his whole, his whole MMA career. Yeah, Dillashaw fight was kind of close. You could see that going either way. Yeah. But I still scored it for Cruz. Yeah. That one. But yeah, uh, other than that one, yeah. No one's been close to Cruz. Right? That's what I... I I don't disagree with that. It's more of how much can Henry Cejudo's power and speed, and he looks really great coming into this fight. He's swole, he's big, he's big, he's all that. He's not everything you want in a fighter. You look at him like, that's the guy I want on my fight. You look at a guy, maybe if he was like 5'8", Instead of five four, that would help. Well, here, if you wanted to create a fighter, Henry Cejudo's the body type is what you want, and not five four. But the type, the body type, and all that—that's Henry Cejudo. Um, this fight is interesting because Cruz's movement is the best of probably all time in uh, the octagon, and Cody Garbrow, but. No. Nah, Garber just had his game plan down, so he knew if he moved a certain way, he could tag him that way. Like, he studied him because Uriah Faber, the two fights they had. Like, he's been studying crew, and he pretty much got it down. So, that's the reason, like, he knew all his little tricks of the trade. Um, I'm hoping Cruz has something else. I don't... I I I think Garber's boxing... He's who though? No, 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 no. Garbrandt, speaking in the Cruz Garbrandt fight oh, from okay. years ago. Four years ago, that was the last Cruz fight. Who, 
Garbrandt is one of the best. I already said because uh, uh, Calvin Cater is one of the best boxers in UFC. Well, Cody Garbrandt is up there with him too. There's nobody that can box like Cody in the UFC that Cruz is going to face. Cejudo's nowhere near a no. boxer. He throws loopy as overhand ones, and I think Cruz will be able to see those, look away, and like throw a leg kick off of that. A, a high leg kick, too, yeah. because Cruz likes to throw that. So if he throws that, that loopy-ass, duck-it-in thing, that overhand that he tries to tag people with, I can see Cruz throwing his high kick to him. You don't think He's Zahudo, not going to knock him out or anything. You don't but, think Zahudo's going to go say, fuck the striking and just go once he throws a overhand right, I'm going to go take him down type thing? That's the that's a Question, but I don't think he's gonna be close enough to Cruz to be able to grab him, because I've never Cruz on his back. I don't think I've seen his takedown defense on what we're looking on Osmo.com is eighty three percent, and I don't remember it being down that long. But if you look at Suhudo's takedown accuracy, which he is a Olympic wrestler, is thirty five percent. So. Where are we getting at on the actual takedown defense? Oh, these numbers are jacked. Well, the numbers are jacked, but that's just how MMA works, right? Right? Yeah, but um, because you, you have to give or take. Zuno's not gonna. He didn't want to take Mighty Mouse down. He did. He did. That's how he won the second fight. You think that's, that's how? That's how he won. He did a. He tripped him like he would click. He would clinch. Cejudo's game is like if he clinches with you, you're kind of fucked. And I don't think he'll be able to clinch with Cruz. You think Cruz will will get out of the way? By the way, the updated numbers on the bed lines is Cruz plus 160, Henry Sue on negative 225 on mybookie.com. I wish I could have got this number. See, these numbers are jacked on on our screen. On on our other screen, on Osmo.com, the one they did today was... Way better than what we got. If I could get Cruz at plus two seventy, I bet that all day. I think that's what people were seeing. (laughs) They were like, "Oh, two seventy, bet, 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 bet," and that's why we're at one sixty right right now as the money line because people are like, "Oh, two seventy is way too bad for Dominic Cruz." I'm gonna wait till it goes up to two hundred for Cruz. I think it'll shoot back up. You think it's gonna shoot back up? I don't think so. I'm hoping. I think about 190 is the max. I'll, I'll, I'll take it at 192. I think it, that's the max you're going to get for Dominic Cruz because I still think Dominic Cruz is speed, athleticism, and potentially, potentially speed and athleticism for Dominic Cruz can be at one day. Now, can he be at his high potential after the ACL repair and all the MCL? He's, he's, he's been out for a minute after that. I know, but it's just getting back to the speed. The remembrance of the octagon. He'll, I remember Cruz does not believe in ring rust. He does not. He says, "I know he doesn't believe in it, but I believe in it." So, so for me, and I think Cejudo doesn't have as much ring rust as Cruz. No, he has no ring rust. Cejudo doesn't have any ring rust. Oh, uh, he hasn't fought. In... The Moraes fight was what uh, September. No, it was probably winter. It was probably winter. About five months in, I'm gonna give Cejudo the victory unanimous, not unanimous, yeah, unanimously the Cejudo. But I'll I'll say it's closer than unanimous. I would go split, but it's probably gonna be unanimous. All right. So when this fight was announced, I was like, ugh, I'm not really pumped about it. But the closer it gets, just remind, like, been reminded. And watching clips and I'm like fuck, I forget how good Dominic Cruz is, and I was all in on Cejudo's gonna smash him, and I flipped all the way around, and I think Cejudo doesn't touch him, Cruz's footwork is too good, and you can't hit what you don't see, and Cruz <coughs> outpoints him for a decision. Close, close, it's gonna be close because that's how Cruz fights are. It'll be close, but I think Cruz ends up winning this decision. And people, it'll be controversial too. But, you know, Cejudo deserves a controversial decision after screwing Mighty Mouse on the second fight. So, karma, 
chickens, all that shit's coming home to roost for you, Sahuda. Alright, then we get to this is the main event of the evening. We got Tony Ferguson versus Justin up there and my god my god if we could not get a better fight then and, uh, you should have said it in the push of team boys now nah. my god well if we're gonna get a better fight than ferguson geishi this is b because geishi's power just like can we uh can we pour one out for habib Nah, we can't pour one out for a beef. Why? I don't respect the beef. Yeah, no, we gotta pour one out. Nah, I'm not gonna pull one out for somebody leaving San Jose knowing he has a fight in America. I know he's dead. The beef's dead. That's what he's dead. Yeah, he'll be back. He'll be back by August. Had to get a beef shot in there a little bit. I know. We got the swing, swing, bang, Justin Gaethje versus Tony Ferguson. That's your 249 main event. And, mm. oh, God, man, you know what sucks? Like, I just want to say this before we break it up. Is what breakdown? What it's just gonna be swinging bang. This is this is it's gonna be swinging bang unless Tony Ferguson gets this is the pull him down. This is the best UFC fight fight probably since shit. Robbie Lawler. Condit? Wrong. On paper. On paper. On Swing and Bang? No, I'm just saying on paper. Like, uh, in a title. A title on the line. No, Cormier and Miocci is just way better title-wise than that. Anticipation-wise? Anticipation-wise? The only reason... Like, like wait. Violence. Violence. The violence, only reason no, this violence, is anticipated is because there's nothing going on right now. No. No. Violence. The vi- no hell, what's, what are you talking about? Violence? No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about violence. Uh, there's not gonna be blood in a Cormier Stipe fight. Like, like you know, there's gonna be blood in this fight. Well, it's just because Ferguson, Ferguson allows blood. It's violence. Nah. It's gonna be one of the most violent fights. It's gonna be since. one of the most entertaining fights. Of 2020. I will say that. I think this fight will be up there for fight of the year. In every accolade of 2020, this fight will be up there. Everyone's saying that, though. Like, if everyone's saying it, it can't be true. I mean, you, it is true, though. <laughs> but it, if everyone, if everyone it, it doesn't matter what people... It's 100% fact, though. Gaethje doesn't take anybody down. Ferguson doesn't take anybody down. Elbows on fist is happen- happening a hundred percent. This is a fist on elbow so reaction. That is, my, that is my point on this fight. Though. Have Have you ever had a fight where some everyone is like, "Yep, it's gonna be violent as hell." Fight. There's no way this fight is not. Other like than the eight second knockout, before that eight second knockout, McGregor Aldo was in that category. It but just, I wasn't a big Aldo fan. I know, I but Connor, I'm just saying was that was that in that aspect of bang bang situation. This is a bang bang fight. That's what I'm saying. Other than, other than the eight seconds that happened, the bang bangs gonna happen in here, right? It has to happen. If we have an eight second thing again, eight the minute, I'm gonna be disappointed. It won't be disappointed, but it'll just be like. Oh shit! Well, I will be disappointed because I will know who wins if it ends in eight seconds. Eight seconds. If it yeah. ends in eight seconds, we know who's winning. We all know who's winning. Yeah, but that's what I'm seconds. saying. The bang bang situation of, oh, you're gonna throw a right hand. I'm gonna throw a right hand. Whose right hand's gonna last longer? In this aspect, is what we're getting at. It's how who's gonna last longer, and if it's who's gonna last longer, Ferguson's gonna win that fight. A hundred percent. Because Ferguson has been in the who's going to last longer in the bang bang. Gaethje's been in bang bangs and lost bang bangs via Eddie Alvarez. Ferguson's been in bang bangs when the bang bangs. Um, Ferguson hasn't been out of the 
second round in his past two fights, though, right? Uh, Pretty sure he hasn't, like, gone past that. And wow. I, do we know why he hasn't been out of the second round in his past two fights? Because he bang bangs. And he bangs and he bangs and he bangs. God damn, man. What the hell? You keep saying bang bang. What the that means like his Ricky, endurance is talking great. Freaky Martin all day. I mean, he bangs. He bangs. <laughs> when he moves, he moves. What's it called? Uh, his last five-round fight was against Rafael Dos Anjos. In Mexico City. Yep. Yep. It was a fight of the night. Oh. Um, well, in... I'm worried about this fight. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm a Tony Ferguson fan. Always been for the longest. But uh, nervous. Gaethje's just going to come at him. And he's not going to stop coming. You want to know his last fight? His only loss in the UFC is against... Michael Johnson. The gatekeeper Michael Johnson? Yeah, he broke his arm in that fight. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it was a decision. Yeah, he broke his arm. Who? Ferguson? Mm-hmm. Second round. Ah, well, if you want to make excuses for Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that he's, his arm is broken in that fight in the second round. But. Yeah, but other than that, been on the roll. He hasn't lost a fight since. Well, he had a split decision against Danny Castillo. 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 But other than that, been pretty much dominant. Alright, well, my point is, like, he hasn't been to the third round. And if you just look at Cerrone. He's been in the third round. He was in the third no, round no, against no, no. Kevin Lee. His last two fights. Oh, I'm going to go last two fights. That's what no. I said, yeah. His last two fights. Just looking at their faces after two rounds. Well, if you want to look at faces in the last five fights, faces in two rounds. They they were they were doctor stoppages, in both of those fights after two rounds. If this fight goes further than now, three the rounds. The Pettis was a corner stoppage. Let's get it right. Uh, all right, well, broken hand, popped out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But look at his face. If you look at his face, if it was in New York, they would have called it. I think it was in New York. It was, Never mind. No, it was, no, in, it was Las in Vegas. Vegas. Pettis was yeah. in Vegas. It was in Vegas. If it was in New York, they would have ended up calling it anyway. So, I'm just... My point is, if this goes to the third or fourth round, like, they're going to have to stop the fight. You know what the best part they're is? They're going to have to stop. You know what the best part about this is? Fucking average takedowns is less than a percent, 1%. That's how you know this is definitely not going to the ground. <laughs> We're yeah. looking at Osmo.com and they have stats lines. Yeah. Ferguson is it's not so, even it's so dope It's not even one. He's point six percent so, average so takedown. It's so dope. That and Gaethje is pure zero. 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 He's zero takedown, zero takedown accuracy, and it's just great. Because Gaethje does. He's not about that life. He's not about that life. Now Ferguson, he will submit you. That's if you take him down. <laughs> You have to take Ferguson down for you for him to submit you because that's where his money maker is. He might he might snap a neck and snap. Do, that was old Ferguson though, but yeah, he's he submitted somebody in like four fights ago. Uh, Barbosa probably. Uh, no, he uh he beat. Lando, Lando, Lando Venata. Yeah, Lando yeah. Venata. Dark choked. Yeah, that was a short notice. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, but that was like all that. All the submissions come from the other person being tired and shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If so. you take Fer- Ferguson down, he will then be like, "Oh, you're gonna take me down? I will gladly go on the ground. And I'm gonna submit you from the back. I'll flip you, flip you, get you in the dark." Any which way, that's the thing. And that's what Gaethje cannot do. He cannot be like, I'm tired, I'm stunned, 
I have to take you down to control you. I think Gaethje's really confident that he's going to connect with this uh, right hand to Tony Ferguson. Like, well, that's from what I've seen, uh, all the videos. From he, embedded, and, UFC and embedded. He's seen, and enough film, he's seen enough film of Tony. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to connect on his chin. And whatever happens after that happens. Because well, he's going to connect. I that's mean, what's going to happen. I mean, Ferguson does have a six and a half reach advantage, even though Ferguson does not use reach at all. Yeah, does he? He pokes his but, jab out. Yeah, but he doesn't use it enough. He used it against Cerrone a lot. Did not use it against Pettis, though. He let Pettis come in at him. He, like, smothered him and was like, oh, we're going to do this? Yeah. He was like, we're going to do some dirty well, boxing? Well, he had to smother Pettis because of Pettis' kick, so he wanted to be on top of I would say that's part of the game plan. I would say that. I guess, but... I can see 